The Choose Love movement offers no-cost solutions that keep our kids safe, providing them with the skills and tools they need to flourish. Join us in our mission to create the world we want to live in, one that's connected and compassionate. Check us out at chooselovemovement.org. Together, we can choose love. Hey, everyone. It is Scarlett Lewis, founder of the Choose Love Movement. And thank you for joining us for the Choose Love podcast. Today, we have an incredibly special guest. I'm so excited. I'm actually looking at her right now with her heart sunglasses. I've been on the stage with her, and she's given me a pair to wear as well. Really fun. Dawn O'Brien, who is the president and executive director of HOPE. HOPE, the acronym stands for HOPE Offers Possibilities through education, and it is a foundation helping Hawaii's underprivileged minorities to become successful adults. And Dawn is the Choose Love ambassador for the state of Hawaii, and she's done really incredible things within the state, with uh, within the last few years that she's been the ambassador. Really incredible. We're going to talk about all that. Dawn, welcome to the Choose Love podcast. Aloha, sweet Scarlet, and to our global Ohana. I know that Choose Love movement is a global movement. Thank goodness we're in 120 countries and counting. So aloha to everyone. Aloha, dear hearts, and aloha to you. Yes, absolutely. And over 11,000 schools in every state, which is really amazing. But really? Number- it was at 10,000 last time I checked. I know we keep escalating our numbers, which is incredible. As the need increases, so does our love and support of educators and students. And no one's done a better job than that, uh, than you. Dawn, uh, really incredible. Um, I've toured all this, you know, the schools in Hawaii with you, and we've had such a good time together at just really connecting with the kids and their hearts, as well as the educators. Really an amazing experience. And here's what I know that someone who leads an organization like you do called Hope, and someone that dedicates her life to doing for others and spreading love and in service has a story of your own why you're there. And so I'm wondering if you would share that with us. That's good. And thank you for that. You know, I'm going to start with the saying that I say to all children here in Hawaii, that aloha is my superpower. And we're all superheroes and super heroes. Every single one of us, we even chant, which became one of my children's books titles. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but we teach them aloha, make a heart, please. Auntie Scarlett, aloha. And then always you make a bigger heart because a heart is a muscle. And every time you pump it, it gets big. So start again from the little one, aloha always say always always with your hands right you put yeah. them up like you're winning as the yeah. universal sign for victory but every time i see them in the store or on the beach or out in public they come up and they start doing aloha Aww. always wins which is such a treasure because my understanding and thank you for asking about my personal life mm. we're all just children trying to find our way home And unfortunately, in this um, really hard world, we, a lot of us lose our way. And that was the situation for me. Home, as you say, is a place where if we're all just trying to find our way home, what is home? 
home, as you say, is a place where we're safe, seen, and celebrated. I have used that line a zillion times. I'm so glad you didn't copyright it because I keep putting it out there. And it, it zings. It's a ringer. It hits the heart of every human who's ever heard it. And home for me was not a place where I was safe seen or celebrated really i was kind of like the humpty dumpty roller coaster i was absolutely off track crashed to the ground like humpty dumpty was in that old fable story and then i was miraculously put back together again and i was put on a track but my track was still weebly wobbly in my home it was really not a healthy family system none of us were equipped and I feel very confident and comforted by you, Scarlett, when I remember you shared your story when I first met you in 2019 at a Choose Love conference. I was just there as an attendee. I, I came at the bequest and invite of a dear friend, Deb, who said, we got to get down there and, and match her up with, with Scarlett because they are like spirit twins. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then I was there and you said after the tragedy, you learned social emotional learning and you were at the time, I think, 42 44, 44. And you yeah. never had that basic training, like life basic training. And you started to learn it inspired by sweet Jesse, who is our inspiration for our whole movement. And I was so comforted. I was at the time that was three years ago. I I'm 52. Now I was 49 years old. So I was older than you and I didn't know basic life skills. I didn't know how to be good in a family. I didn't know. I was such a messed up Humpty Dumpty wreck. My life had been that roller coaster. And so I was put back together and put on a track, but it was still weebly wobbly. Mm -hmm. And when I met you, Scarlett, and I am really not just saying this because I'm on your podcast. I've said it many times elsewhere. Mm -hmm. It was it was life transformational. It was, I, I had a suicide Sunday when I was 14 that changed my life. I was rescued, but this was kind of my second come to Jesus moment, as we used to say that old saying. And really what that means is it was, it was an aha moment. It was a life transformation. And so uh, a lot of trauma growing up, there was abuse and abandonment. Uh, there was a lot of pornography in the homes that I grew up in on both sides of my family. My dad, my last name is O'Brien. My dad is Irish, of course, O'Brien, right? Top mm -hmm. of the morning to you. And his name is Michael Patrick O'Brien. Doesn't get more Irish than that until you meet my first cousin, Sean Patrick O'Brien, born on St. Patty's Day, as if they weren't drinking enough. A boy born on St. Patty's Day. So very, very Irish, like immigrated from uh, during the potato blight to America through Ellis Island. And then my other side, that's a very Caucasian side. My other side is Polynesian. I'm from the deep South. Uh, you go any further South, you're gonna hit a South Pole and some penguins, but we're from Tonga in the South Pacific. And they're the massive warriors of the NFL. I mean, these are big Polynesian people. Mm -hmm. So I was joking, I say, I'm half Irish, I'm half Tongan, which means I have all the temper and a body to back it up. So you better back it up, right? But the, and that's on the lighter side, I've learned to heal through a lot of the trauma mm -hmm. and the conflict and the fighting and the divorce and the abandonment. Mm -hmm. And it was truly a hard thing. In fact, I, I credit a lot of my dysfunctional family with my sense of humor. But growing up, there was a lot of pornography on both sides of the family, the, the Caucasian and the Polynesian. And that pornography led to a lot of perversion and um, sexual conflict with children with myself and my sisters and some of the adult men and so um by the time i was a young teen i was suicidal i figured if my family can trash me what 
what in the hell is going to happen to me out there? I mean, if your people who are supposed yeah. to love you, protect you are trashing you and abusing yeah. you, it can't be much right. better than that out there. So, uh, there was no the safe haven for you. No, was not safe seen or celebrated, but I was rescued on that suicide Sunday by, uh, an adult who spoke a word of, of encouragement and compassion. And it absolutely changed my life. I was going to commit suicide that afternoon and he, it stopped me in my tracks and that put me on a different track. So I was wrecked. I was, I was, and I went on a different track. I got a master's degree in speech communication because I wanted to speak to other youth the way that he had saved my life. And I became a motivational speaker and a media personality so that I could inspire young people today that there is an answer. There is hope. And there is, there are safe people and there is a place called home because we're all just children trying to find our way home. And there is a home. It's possible through choosing love for yourself and through others. Mm. So I want to thank you, Scarlett. As I said, you are my second come to Jesus moment. And I wasn't just inspired that there's a goodness out there, that there is love, but this is how we're going to get it done. Like, it's good to have a big grand vision, the pie in the sky, but you got to build some stepping stairs to get there and choose love program helps me to go out to 300 plus schools in the state of Hawaii. We're the number wow. one choose Aloha state in <laughs> the union. But I say that we're the only Aloha state in the union, but we're still number <laughs> one. We're number one, right? We're the choose Aloha state. Yeah. And it gives me practical ways to teach things like mindfulness and brave breaths and, and all kinds of things. So you help to save my life, Scarlett, but you're also impacting so many. And I know it's not just you, my sweet friend, it's our whole staff. It's the teachers in the schools. It's the administrators, it's the families, and it's definitely the cakey, the children. So mahalo, mahalo, mahalo. Thank you. Thank you. Mm, mahalo to you. Mahalo to you for spreading the message. And you are such a bright light. You're so fun. I've traveled to schools with you. We've held so like countless assemblies. And I mean, when Auntie Dawn comes, she brings entertainment. She brings a DJ and music and lights. Dancing, <laughs> right? We're Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for being a big part of that love. And, you know, but that was Jesse's, you know, we always do two things. You mentioned the student rallies out here in Hawaii. We um, started with the teacher refreshers. I learned a little bit from our former Choose Love ambassador, Kelly Lamoshiro, and she was doing teacher like professional development, right? So teacher trainings after school on Wednesday is the short day here in Hawaii. And then you get to be with the teachers. But we took that, I changed it, I expand, we expanded it. And then we figured we've got to go to the keiki as well. The children, they're the heart of the matter. We want to get to them. So we started student rallies as a second option. And then this last year, thanks to a small school up in Kauai, they're a tiny little school, but they, during lockdown said, Don, we want you to talk to our families. They're stuck at home. Mm -hmm. They're lonely and they're just bouncing against the walls. They're going kabongers. Can you do something virtually? And so we started Ohana Nights, which, you know, everybody knows the Disney line. Ohana means family and family means no one gets left behind. That's not just a Disney line. That's mm -hmm. real. And mm -hmm. so we started doing Zoom family engagement nights, Ohana nights, and that's our third thing. And it's become huge, Scarlet, because everybody's hungry for love. Yes. And so 
we pack out the cafeterias with five, 600 people at a time at different public schools here because they don't have fancy auditoriums or theaters or, you know, they just have their cafeteria and they're like, sorry, Don, that we had so many people, but they want to know why choose love? Why is my child acting differently? Thank you. And they want to have fun. And I always joke as I'm, I'm coming in for a landing, I'll just hand it back to you. I always joke that, you know, here in Hawaii, you got these big mokes, right? They're like the tough guys. And the mokes are looking at their wife. And of course, you said we have dancing and music. And then they usually serve some free dinner there, free food to bait the people. And so the mokes looking at his wahine, his woman, and he's saying, hey, baby, dinner and dancing, what? Get chance. <laughs> <laughs> So Which everybody exactly wins. What you think it means, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's a win-win-win for everybody. Yeah, it is. Love is connection and belonging. And gosh, I'll never forget the last video you sent me from one of the parent nights where the kids, where the where the mu music teacher had created this absolutely gorgeous song around the formula for choosing love and nurturing, healing love. How beautiful. And of course, our other main tenant is having a lot of fun. That's what choosing love is. And that's what we all want as human beings so important and so incredible what you've done, Dawn, as an ambassador. Um, as you said, Kelly Oshira was our first ambassador, and she and I really just went around giving presentations, professional development to educators, meeting with administrators, and um, really started seeding this. And yes. then you took that and just, uh, it, it's like a like a rocket ship it's wildfire and thank you for yeah. catching i was getting to that point that jesse left that note for jt and it said have a lot of fun so mm -hmm. when we come in and thank you for plowing the fields you know plowing up the ground with kelly because it's it was so fertile and now it's so fruitful right and yeah. so we go into the schools we do these student rallies and you know i have a tremendous fear of public speaking as anyone on earth does it's, what it's, i mean that's so hard to believe. Incredible. I know no one believes because I'm a big mouth for big aloha. But on the inside, you know, it's it's a true statistic that public speaking is public fear number one. Mm -hmm. And public fear number two is death. So, you, you know, I became a speech teacher to master my fear. And I would look at my students in my public speaking class at the college. And I'd say, you'd rather die than come into my class and give a speech because speech is your biggest fear. And they're like, yeah, miss. So just give me an F. And I go, no F and way, get in here, give your speech. I'm your coach. I'm your cheerleader. And by the way, no F and way means no fellowshipping way. That's what that F stood for. Not the other F word. But um, at the rallies, I, I have a public fear, but I love children more than my fear. Mm. And in choose love, you teach that we teach that, that we have to overcome fear to choose love, right? Mm. That's where courage mm. is our first pillar. That's but right. at the rallies, we have two things. Cause I have like 25 minutes, 30, 25 to 30 minutes. So two things today, everybody follow me. Right. And I've got my heart shades on and we're having a DJ pump the music. I go, number one is uh, love. It's aloha, which means love. Everybody show me love, show me love. Everybody make a heart, not a fart. No, some of you went with the fart option, not the fart, <laughs> it's a heart. And then number two is fun. Show me a shaka. 
everybody make shaka, shaka, haka, shaka, haka, right? Shakas mean kick back, house it, hang loose. But today it means fun because Jesse was six years old and he said, have a lot of fun. So we're going to have aloha and fun. And from there, we roll out those two things in the next 20, 25 minutes, how to choose love, but still have fun. So thank you for inspiring that. A lot of the you know, it's like giving us basic foundational things. And then we built a big house out of that. And now 311 schools in the state of Hawaii choose Aloha. That's not all school-wide adoptions, but it could be one or two teachers. And it's a grassroots movement. Isn't that the best movement of all in the whole world? It is because that starts in the heart and uh, with an emotional connection and then expands from there. And that's what Choose Love is. It is a grassroots movement. It's spread by word of mouth and people uh, hear the the concept and get interested and then they download the program and they start using it and they see the incredible results that happen almost right away. I mean, and that is true. You're, what you're saying reminds me of Rumi, the famous poet's quote, we're all just walking each other home. And that's wow. so true. And in a world today where so many people are addicted to their screens and spending more time. I mean, they're designed actually to take our attention away from our life and to put it on screens. And so Choose Love is really about being present in life and getting curious and being able to thoughtfully respond in any situation, circumstance, or interaction by choosing love. And love is connection and belonging. And in a time, you know, we're coming out of COVID where we were all so isolated, but there was a pandemic of loneliness before COVID started and the cell phones are just worsening that. So, uh, it's the opposite of love and this incredible concept that you can choose it. Yes. We can choose love in every interaction that we have throughout the day as a thoughtful response to any situation. And that's when we're in control and we are in our full personal power, putting our best foot forward, being the best version of ourselves. And, you know, the interesting thing is it's true at 44 years old, I I didn't know how to do that. And now I do. And so, you know, it's it's interesting that really it's because of our struggle, Dawn, yours and mine, that we met yes. and that we're on this journey together. If I hadn't been through that tremendous loss of Jesse, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now. I would never, I probably would never have realized uh my my full potential and even um been fully integrated into my purpose in life if it wasn't for that tremendous loss and and i bet that you feel the same way well and and i've said it about you my friend to follow up with what you just said and i want to confirm and affirm you we we love affirmations and choose love choose aloha that I, when I share your story and I was just on the morning news here in Hawaii, the top morning news program talking about choose Aloha. I mean, it's catching so much wildfire that it's catching the attention of the news organizations. And I said, when Scarlett Lewis went through the Sandy Hook elementary shooting and massacre and then personal loss, she went through a tremendous evil, but she had a superpower. All of us have the superpower to take something that is meant for evil and turn it for a greater good for all humanity. And mm -hmm. she took that. It, it, 
to this day, you speak about Jesse every day, you go through that, but you're able to then pivot. And like we teach in Choose Love, it's not PTSD, which does exist, or PTS, they've taken the D off. Right. It's now PTG, post-traumatic growth. And you exemplify, you embody it. And so I want to say that to anyone who's listening right now, and I know there's a ton of my family and friends who are going to be on this with us, that we can take something, and there's a lot of evil we live in unprecedented times, but we have the superpower. We have the personal choice, as you also tell us, choice is empowering to choose love. Because the other thing you taught me, look, I'm just getting it all out. I got bullets All right, for me. let's go. I got my talking points, right? <laughs> but you taught me, Scarlett, and it's kind of the um, thesis statement of our whole movement of all of our curriculum of Choose Love program. It's this, that we cannot always choose what happens to us but we can always choose one thing, our response, and mm -hmm. you can always choose love. Now from that, you also teach, and, and then that I say it this way, aloha always wins, yes. which is the opposite of love never fails. Thank you for doing that. Aloha Beautiful. always wins. And Beautiful. I teach children my bottom line of every video they see, the Choose Aloha videos on our website, which is www.chooselovemovement.org, www.chooselovemovement.org. See, I'm a radio DJ. I can do this all day long. <laughs> we got content, commercial, love and it. we're back. I love it. But at the end of every one of my videos and all of the keiki here in Hawaii know, I say, champions always choose aloha. Why? Because aloha always wins. And when you're choosing love, you even pointed out the grant study from Harvard University. It's a small junior college. Some of you never heard of it, but Harvard put out this longest study of behavioral success. I think it's now 86 years in the first case study. Um, they had a guy named John F. Kennedy who was in it, who became president and unfortunately is no longer with us, but it's that old, it's that long. And it shows right. three generations is connection. It's yeah. authentic aloha and attachment. It's connection. Mm -hmm. So I say that and, and, and that's what we teach. And that's where everything comes out of that heart, a heart for authentic attachment and connection, which mm -hmm. is aloha, mm -hmm. right, Scarlett? So thank you for saying all of those things. And it is empowering to children today because we live in unprecedented times. Now, you mentioned it a little bit, and we're not getting political about, you know, the lockdown and social distancing, but I love how you joke and you say connection is not a Wi-Fi signal. Oh, I, I don't have connection. Oh, my gosh. We're, I need to get find a stronger connection. It's not Wi-Fi. It's mm -hmm. humanity. I have to look at you and I'm listening to you with my eyes, my ears, and I'm listening with my heart. And so unprecedented time during 2020, I was at that point, an, an Aloha ambassador, you changed my life. I, I switched tracks right away when I met you in 2019. Now I'm doing the teacher trainings and I tell teachers what I noticed is during 2020, 2021 here in Hawaii, like the world, we had first no learning, right? We just shut down the schools. Then mm -hmm. we did distance learning. And mm -hmm. then we did this crazy thing called hybrid learning. Half of Hawaii didn't even have Wi-Fi signal to do all of this, right? We had to drive vans around uh, poor oh, neighborhoods with a Wi-Fi projection machine. I mean, but the uh. teachers, think of the teachers who were never trained to do this and they were quickly overrun. Overrun led to overwhelmed. And then overwhelmed led to over it, right? They were over it. But here's the thing I always say, okay, everyone, let's, let's take a few calming breaths. 
And here's what it is. We have got tremendous change. Change leads to confusion, which leads to chaos. Literally, people were burning streets in the United States of America. That was a picture of chaos. But instead of change leading to confusion, leading to chaos, let's go for consistency, the opposite of change. And that's what Choose Love brings. We consistently, it's why you have a regular bedtime for your children. It's why we have school schedules, because children like consistency. In a crooked and crazy world, draw a straight line. So once you have that consistency, then the opposite, because confusion leads to chaos, I'm sorry, to uh, change leads to confusion. Consistency leads to calm. Then children- All our brains like consistency. A big kid's brains like consistency too. It's not just the little cakey. That's it's right. The cakey too. So consistency leads to calm. And when I'm calm and I'm breathing and I'm thinking, I'm engaging the prefrontal cortex portion of my brain, the logical part, then calm leads to compassion, mm. which is the crowning of humanity that I might be going through an unprecedented time, but I am such a state of mind and presence and spirit that I can reach out and help my friend who is also going through an unprecedented time. Mm -hmm. I'm not creating chaos. I am in compassion. I can reach out and say, Hey friend, you look like you're not having a good day. Can I hug you? You want to talk? No. Okay. I'll, I'll be here. I'm here for you. And that's what we taught teachers here in the state of Hawaii and Scarlett. It, it has blown up. I mean, if I could clone me into a hundred other training to personal development persons, I'd be at every school in the state of Hawaii. So thank you because it's making a difference and in well, the we, world that needs a difference. It's so true. And the incredible thing, just to add on to where you ended, giving compassion, it's it's in the action of compassion, which is why the fourth character value in the formula is compassion and action. It's when we give that we receive. Yes. All of the nurturing, healing, love that we give out, we get back. So when we love someone else, we help and heal ourselves. And, you know, when we're going through tough times and this is kids and big kids, really, we, we sometimes think we're the only person that's feeling that way. And the tendency is to go inside of ourselves and cut ourselves off. But in reality, if we can have the courage to overcome that hurt and pain and step outside of ourselves and even help somebody else, we help and heal ourselves. And this is also the key to loneliness as well. There's so many people that need help. And so if you're out there and you're listening and you're feeling lonely, uh, you know, practice your brave pose, practice your mm -hmm. courage pose and step outside of that pain and help mm -hmm. someone else. And you will yes. be amazed that uh, someone will open back up to you and you'll have that beautiful connection. And you teach uh, to follow that up. Uh, the opposite of anxiety is action, positive action. I love when you say that. So even when I might, and I went through a hard time, I'm a single woman living through a lockdown. I mean, it's like solitary confinement. The worst possible prison sentence in humanity is solitary confinement, isolation. And I was in isolation, but I was able to practice because of the choose love. I'm going to do my brave breaths in 
and out. I feel where my feet are right now. I'm here. I'm grounding. I'm present. I touch my heart, which we teach. That's you project five feet out electromagnetic energy. Boom. It's not just, yeah. you know, some kind of video game where you send out this energy. It's true. And I was able to center myself and say, how can I help? That's when during 2020, because of mindfulness, I was able to reach out due to compassion and start something called Aloha Ha. And I realized that all the musicians in Hawaii, we have beautiful music, beautiful beaches, beautiful everything. People come here because of the Aloha spirit in our Aloha state. And they weren't making any money. And I mean, they didn't have, they couldn't get uh, unemployment benefits and they didn't have any savings because, you know, entertainment and music is kind of a hand to mouth gig. And so we started this program every Friday and, you know, lockdown, we could have like five people in one place max. And so we filmed it and we would, we would pay them. We raise money and we give them a thousand dollar check, which, you know, in the state of Hawaii, highest cost of living, it doesn't go far, but it was something. And no. it was something to say, I am here with you. Mm. I am walking with you mm. and I'm not leaving. We're mm. here together. It's a connection. And we did that for about a year. We ended up raising over a hundred thousand dollars and giving away all that money to the musicians and their families. And so Incredible. that they could So thankfully for, like you said, compassion, stepping out of my own pit and saying, mm. we're all walking through this global lockdown together. Mm. I'm going to be able to have compassion for you which is tremendous. It's huge. And you mentioned also loneliness. That pandemic is still going. It's not a pandemic. Excuse me. It's global, right? It's not just one nation. It was before the COVID hit, but yeah. there's another one. When I do teacher trainings, uh, I talk about this other pandemic and I start off this way and, and they usually don't know who I am. And I go, good afternoon, teachers. Thank you, educators, for all being here. We're going to talk about something called choose love today, but I want you to know this is not a boring last end of your Wednesday long day at school. How many of you Not have Dawn's there, <laughs> right? We're going to have a uh, human firecracker, hair, everything flailing. Um, awesome. but I say, how many, <laughs> how many of you have heard of a global pandemic called COVID-19 declared by the CDC, by the NIH, by the world powers? How many of you now I know you all think that's a ridiculous rhetorical question, Dawn, you must love the sound of your voice. And that's not true. My voice gives me a headache. But I say that I ask you that question to ask you a second question. How many of you heard of the other global pandemic declared by the very same people, the NIH, the CDC, because it's equally as deadly and destructive? How many of you have heard of ACEs? And they stare at me and you know, Hawaii, we love Vegas. That's the ninth island. So they're like, oh, you mean like 21? Like what, what are you talking about ACEs? And I go, ACEs is an acronym, A-C-E, Adverse Childhood Experiences. It's a long word for trauma. Mm -hmm. And the same people who declared uh, the COVID-19 to be a global pandemic had one before that established but we're not addressing it. And mm -hmm. today I'm bringing it to your attention because not only should we be looking at the masks on our faces, mm -hmm. but the burdens on the backs of our children and mm -hmm. it's not the backpacks. Mm -hmm. They are walking into your classes with trauma. Yes. And we've heard the saying that we cannot teach the mind until we first reach the heart. If that child just heard their parents fighting in the car about finances because dad got fired from Hawaiian Airlines or mom didn't get her shot today or whatever, if they're fighting, that child is dysregulated. They're upset and they're not focusing. 
And so un until we reach their heart and say, um, Kimo or Alena, are you okay? What's going on for you? And I know teachers, you got so much on your plate. Educators, principals are the hardest working people I know. But unless we do that, unless we come in and reach the heart, we will never teach the mind. Mm -hmm. We're not going to turn this ship around. So we need to acknowledge a global pandemic called childhood trauma. But mm -hmm. that to say this, because I learned the art of the pivot from my super shero, Scarlett Lewis. Not only do I point out the darker, the negative, but let me pivot real fast. Yes, ACEs is the problem, but SEL is the solution. SEL and where we might have broken homes and broken hearts we can choose love no matter what because we may not be able to control what happens to us but we can choose our response and we can always choose love and guess what aloha always wins science backs up that when you choose love you are winning physically you are winning emotionally mentally and you're winning spiritual it's a win win everybody wins situation and it's backed by science i mean that alone is amazing right scarlet i, I can tell you have something you want to put in there too. Uh, it's, it's absolutely incredible. No, I'm thinking that, um, that we need a little, uh, we need a little song to go along with choose love movement.org. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. And you're, you're hired to, to create our, our advertisement for choose love. <laughs> that's what I it works. That. And that's why when I walk into yeah. these teacher trainings, I know they're bored. I know it's the end of a long school day. I know they have every program on earth hit their desks. I mean, they're tired of getting another program and we're going to do this. Now we're going to have these GLOs. Now we're going to have these testing standards. Yes. And yes. I walk in, I say two things. Number one, it's easy. And number two, it works. Let me show you the results. You're going to have higher grades, higher testing scores, higher graduation rates. I mean, the results speak for themselves. And Scarlett, I was a high school teacher out on the west side of Oahu. That's the hardest. I walked in the first day of school and I told my students, you guys are the worst students in the state of Hawaii. This is the worst high school. And we laugh, but it's a true story. This boy raised his hand. I remember his name to this day. I won't say it here and compromise him, but he said, no, Auntie Dawn, YNI High School is the worst high school. And YNI is like literally down the street from Nanakuli. I, I, I spoke at YNI High School. I teach there as well in their alternative learning center, which mm -hmm. is kind of the hardest case kids. And I said the same thing. Oh, you guys, I heard you guys is the worst high school in the state of Hawaii. And they looked at me and the girl said, no, miss, Hilo High. They're so stupid. They call them the Hilo Lolos. She had no idea. I went to Hilo High. I was like, all right, everybody calm down. Back to the lesson. Stop talking. But these people who know that label on them defied all odds. They defied the testing scores. They defied the attendance rates. We've had graduates from that program. But these keiki went to the state capitol here in Honolulu City. They stood before the most powerful committee in this state legislature, the Ways and Means. These people cut the checks and write the budget for the DOE, Department of Education. And they said, we need Choose Love. If we didn't have Choose Love, we would still be running the streets. We would still be running drugs. We would still be mobbing. We wouldn't be here right now. You don't want to know what we do out there. So please give funding to choose Aloha and Auntie Dawn because it works. 
And Scarlet, if it works for the West Side, if it works for ALC, it will work for everybody. Why do I know? Because it works for me. Yeah. I'm an ALC kid. So thank you. <clears throat> Dawn, I mean, that's 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 the whole point, I think, is that it's a universal language and it's skills and tools that can help all of us. I mean, we're we're sitting here saying we didn't know these skills and tools until we became adults. And and it works. Uh, it, it, it helps you be the best version of yourself. It rewires your brain towards yes. love yes. and away from fear. Every single time you make a loving choice, you are pruning from your fear path and you are creating a super highway to your love path. You're yes. creating a habit and it's 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 such a beautiful thing and and by the way it feels so good it is a healthy way of feeling good and there are very many unhealthy ways of yes. feeling good and this is a way that is healthy for you and that you have control over so important and i just appreciate you so much and all of your tremendous work and effort um i i want to talk about i mean you do so much dawn it is absolutely mind-boggling you've done a whole series of recordings for choose love you have gotten djs and musicians on board for choose love and now you are the author of two children's books for choose love uh let's talk about these i mean incredible and i want to draw attention to them because they are so beautiful and they really highlight the culture of aloha which is so beautiful, which is why Hawaii is one of my favorite states. And I love to come and visit. Um, in fact, I'm coming to visit you uh, in a few months and we're going to be visiting schools again together. But tell me what prompted you to write these children's books? You know, local kids need local stories and local heroes, right? Superheroes and super sheroes, because I believe in Wonder Woman you got to have a superhero. So we use that term a lot, which I think I just read my favorite uh, poet, Angela. Um, I'll come back to that. I forgot her name. Maya Angelo. Maya Angelo. Yes, Maya Angelo. Thank you so much, Maya Angelo. I reversed it. She talks about superheroes. But we were reading a lot of literature where, you know, it talks about the four seasons and it talks about winter and your long johns and um, adobe huts in, in the mesa. And um, I we don't we don't, if you grew up in Hawaii, you don't really get that, but the whole world gets Hawaii. In fact, there's this great quote, you know, we get the sun and the surf and the mountains and the beautiful people and the beautiful um, destination vacation locations. Um, but really, I wanted it to be the aloha spirit because aloha doesn't mean you have to be Hawaiian. And I'm not Hawaiian. I am Polynesian, but I'm not quite Hawaiian. And I had a Hawaiian kumu or teacher tell me that you don't have to have blood to have aloha. Mm. Aloha is a spirit. It's called the aloha spirit. And a great, another Hawaiian practitioner and auntie, that's a, a term of endearment and also respect here in Hawaii. You know that because we call you Auntie Scarlet when you're here. Mm -hmm. Auntie Pilahi Paki made a famous quote in the 40s and 50s, and she prophesied, this word has come true. She said, in the 21st century, the whole world will be searching for peace and they will turn to Hawaii because the key to peace is aloha. Wow. Aloha is a superpower. And she 
I don't know that she knew we would be almost in a world war conflict right now, Russia, Ukraine, we've got Israel, Iran, all of these things. But she said the whole world will be seeking for peace. And aren't we all looking for peace right now, even in our yeah. homes? If we don't even think about the wars out there, all of the diseases of despair and the deaths of despair that are happening. Uh, suicide rates are off the chart. Just last week in the state of Hawaii, the news reported they're getting 10 to 15 suicide attempt calls a day. <sighs> I and so we've got to speak aloha. Aloha is our superpower. And that's where the books come in because we know that the whole world is searching for aloha. I wanted local kids to be able to see local things in here and our culture. And we know that the whole world loves that too. So that's why I started writing the books and it, in, and it incorporates the brave breaths, the brave poses. It incorporates mindfulness and it especially talks about the one word that choose love. If you boil it down is all about it's aloha. Now that's a very special kind of connection or love. Uh, aloha it means unconditional love, right? Mm -hmm. It means uh, sacrificial, eternal love. So it's unconditional, sacrificial, eternal. There's a very special, it's not like I love pizza or I love shopping at Ross, Dress for Less or Kohl's or wherever you target. Um, it's a very sacred type of love. And so the first title, it says Aloha Aloba, which is all over. Mm. It's the secret to grandma's beef stew. She was making chemo, the little boy in the story. And um, at one point, Tutu is no longer there. And for a lot of us during lockdown, there were a lot of deaths that happened. Mm -hmm. And the children, you know, if adults have a hard time handling, managing death, Imagine what the children bear because they have twice as much stress about it. And mm -hmm. so this book talks about loss of a loved one. And he finds out, you know, the sacred secret to save the day because he goes looking for what was the secret to her beef stew. It's not the same without grandma. Aww. And he finds because she always used to say, oh, aloha, aloha, all over, just put aloha. And he finds out the secret by the end of the book is aloha, all over. It means putting aloha for yourself, all over your family and your friends, mm. all over everyone. Mm. And when you choose aloha, aloha always wins, which segues straight into the second book. Because as soon as I put, put I've never been a children's author, Scarlett, it scares me to no ends. But I put out the first one because of a need, you know, desperation is the mother of invention. And then as soon as I gave out the first book, the vice principal at Waipahu Elementary, you know them, you love them. Tara looks at me, she goes, where's the second, third and fourth book? Because there's four quarters. So when you do family night, you got the first one. And we made beef stew tonight, by the way, because you wrote it into the book. Oh, that's so awesome. Book, I love that. Right? <laughs> She was making a request for menu. She's like, so the next book, could you do like fried chicken or something? And I was like, oh my gosh. So then I did write a second book because we have a bullying pandemic going on. Yes, I mean, do. I go to a student rally in the morning at one of our schools and the principal, vice principal walks out crying, literally tears are rolling down, telling me about an incident where the, pa the parents were teaching the kids how to hit. So it's underneath the clothing line so they don't get busted. And, and I went, wait, what? Now the parents are training the children. This is unacceptable. So this book, Aloha Always Wins, deals with a bullying incident. And it comes right back to the Choose Love curriculum, which says be an upstander, not a bystander. And mm -hmm. in that, you, when you choose love and you stand up, you become a superhero or a super shiro. 
-hmm. And it was based on an incident I went through in third grade here in uh, elementary in Hawaii. And I remember you shared an incident, uh, Scarlett, where a girl that I think, as I remember correctly, she was being bullied a lot. And on her birthday, one of the bullies gave her a gift. Another girl gave her a gift. And in that gift box, when she opened it up, it was dog poop. Yeah. God, I, yes. Oh. And the laughing that ensued and you laughed out of nervousness, but it wasn't laughing at that girl. But it's a very scarring thing. Like when I went through it in third grade, it was a friend of mine who was being bullied and called names. He was homeless. I didn't realize that until that bullying incident, why he was that way. But mm -hmm. then um, in my shame, I didn't do anything. Mm -hmm. And to this day, I regret it. I was a bystander. And to this day, I regret it too. It, 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 it hurts me. Yeah. Yes. But we made that promise. As I said earlier, when you confront great evil, we can pivot and choose a greater good. We can make it. So at that moment in third grade, after it happened, I talked to my mom and my mom said, Oh, Dawn, you stand up for chemo. Um, now, you know, better, you can do better. And I don't know if she was a prophet or a visionary, but she, that line is in the book, you know, better, you can do better. You can stand up. And the great thing about this book is that it offers a safe space for teachers or parents or the parenting figure, grandparents, aunties to talk about it before it happens. Mm. Wouldn't you rather have prevention versus after the incident when Absolutely. you have feelings or online bullying and et cetera, talk about it before so that the children are equipped and prepared, not scared, they're prepared. Mm -hmm. So that's where Aloha always wins. And it's not going to be the, you know, the magic cure, you know, the one-time be-all, end-all, but it starts a conversation so the child can possibly say, oh, I think that happened to me the other day. And you can say, you know, keeping your calm, okay, brave breath, brave breath, parent, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what happened, right? Instead of I'm gonna come down to your school, I'm gonna beat up that boy. It's mm -hmm. let's talk about this right now. Because if it's happening on epic levels, we have got to be equipping our children on epic levels. So that's where the two books are. A third book is coming out already because you know, four quarters. I wrote Aloha All Ova as the first book. Aloha Always Wins as the second. So I got to stick with the Aloha series theme. Absolutely. I think the next book will be Aloha Almighty. Ooh, love it. In the vein of Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty, those funny, right? Because it's basically, it's about super human superpowers. Aloha is my superpower. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be superheroes and super funny. So I, I love Wonder Woman, Superman, and I love cracking jokes. So you got to get the best of both worlds. Oh, that's great. I love it. And, and you know, the interesting thing is, while you were talking about the bullying Adults bully each other too. Uh, I mean, where do you think the kids learn it? And and we know that bullying comes from a point of pain. And so if you know that and someone's not being kind to you, you can thoughtfully respond with love by understanding that. And instead of giving kind for kind or escalating it, you can thoughtfully respond with compassion. And that that de-escalates the whole situation and you can actually help someone. And it's so interesting to me that kids struggle with this because they don't know, yeah. but once they do, they are amazing at it. Like Dawn, like, you know, forgiveness is the number one character value that kids practice. Most favorite, but top pick. 
top pick. And I still, you know, 10 years in, and I'm like, I, I, it's just amazing to me that they call that the superpower. They say it feels so good to forgive and to let it go. And it does yet. A lot of adults could really learn from the kid's reaction. I mean, the, the bottom line is this, they're learning this in school and they're putting it into practice and we can have the conversations and learn alongside them and put it into practice into our lives as well. I mean, if you look at the cell phone and the tweets, you know, obviously people do that uh, in cowardice behind the protection of a screen. Um, We're not setting a great example. And so how can we expect any different from our kids? So we, we all really need to be in this together. This is a movement. It's where we all come together. We're all the same in the want and need to love and be loved. And so while the kids are learning these lessons, we could be learning them. And then if there's anybody out there going, well, I already know everything that you're saying. Let me ask you this. When was the last time in the past week that you have found yourself in a situation, a conflictual situation that you have consciously paused, gotten curious in that pause to to think about what the other person's point of pain is and thoughtfully responded with love. Probably not many. And by the way, I have to remind myself too, but our response is always a choice. And here's the other thing. If, If someone is it feels good about themselves it feels confident and is is choosing love how are they going to act they're going to be kind they're going to be compassionate they're going to be cheerful they're going to be smiling so if you see somebody that is not those things mm-hmm. is being mean is is uh you know any anything along that line sarcastic, resentful mean, frustrated yeah. sarcastic yeah, absolutely. Do you think that they're coming from love or do you think they're coming from fear? Do you think that they have pain? Do you mm-hmm. think that they feel good? Absolutely not. So what would our normal response as human beings? It's not a huge leap to say mm-hmm. that our normal response would be thoughtfully responding with love. I'm so sorry, Dawn. I you know, I I I know that you're not normally like this and uh and I wonder what happened that is, you know, making you respond this way to me. And of course that takes a little bit of self-confidence on the receiver's end because I have to not automatically think, oh my gosh, it's me. I'm bad. You know, I take it on me. I can go, no, I feel pretty good about myself. I know that I'm not causing this. Dawn, um, what, you know, what, what happened today? Is there something that I could do for you? And wow, just mm, almost immediately stop that interaction. Yes, from evil or hurt. And you've even said that hurt people hurt people, but healed people heal people Mm. and aloha people, aloha people. So just the other day, a quick one, I was in communication with a pastor of all people and we're all human, right? We all are mere mortals. And this pastor, I I texted a question and he kind of sent me a snarky, sarcastic response. And just like you said, it really stopped me because that's not his normal nature. He's a good brother of mine and a helpful friend. And I went, whoa. And I stopped. I paused. Like you said, we pause. I I get to choose my response. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'll just um, not fire back. 
which is my flesh. I'm a well, wait, Actually, it's the way our brains are wired. Our brains are wired to defend ourselves. We want, yes. they want us just to be safe, but that's not just from physical pain. It's from mental and emotional pain too. So it's okay. If you get that natural emotion that right. comes up you that you really can't control, but that chemical wash will go through you in 90 seconds. And then you think about once you, once you can access your prefrontal cortex, and you start, you, you determine your feelings about what happens mm. through your thoughts. That's when you can thoughtfully respond. Right. And we teach that with the neuroscience or the brain sciences. Who's the boss? Is it your brain stem, your lower person? Is it your amygdala or is it the human? So leave the lizard, nudge the numbat. Ooh, I taught it. And then hug the human. Awesome. And I was able to wait past the 90 seconds of, I want to decimate you into dust. I want to destroy right. you. I want to defend and myself. I'm, I picked a joke and I mean, it was a nice joke. And then later he ended up helping me above and beyond. Cause I think he realized I was a jerk to her. She was nice back. And then it, it turned out well, but that's exactly goes back to our main point. And I know we're coming in for a landing in a few minutes, but it needs to be said, Aloha is my superpower. Yes. I always choose Aloha because Aloha always wins. Even when the other person doesn't choose Aloha back, it doesn't always work out that way. I still, even if I go down or die, I will choose Aloha and it will be well for me that I made the right choice. Jesse Lewis made the Aloha right choice. He had an unconditional, sacrificial and eternal love that is inspiring the world. And mm. he went down, he gave his life, mm. right? But no greater love has any human than this, than they lay down their life for their friends, for others. And mm. Jesse is inspiring the world to do so. And it's even impacting old Auntie Dawn, who <laughs> gets into a little text tiff with her friend, right? So Scarlett, I cannot say enough. I know that, um, you know, we're going to have a choose Aloha conference here in Hawaii. You know, if, when you come, not if, but when you come in October, it also inspired a choose love everyday song that was written by a local award-winning Hawaiian man. You saw the video of those children at his school. He's a music teacher right up the block from my house here in town. Uh, and they were singing choose love every day. But as I was filming about 20 kids with their ukulele singing with all their hearts, I mean, they were just oh. Human fireworks, effusing, exploding so with love. Mm. And they're singing about courage and gratitude and forgiveness. And I can hear behind me more commotion. And I'm thinking, what's going on? I'm standing in the front as the ambassador. And I turned and I was filming it. And I see big brothers and little sisters and parents and aunties and uncles and grandparents singing, choose love. Uh every day choose love every day you've got an entire cafeteria of 600 people singing uh, at the top of their lungs choose love every day wow so mahalo mahalo thank mm -hmm. you for infusing the state of hawaii and making hawaii aloha again mahalo Oh, so beautiful, Dawn. Thank you so much. And you know what? We will add this song to the end of the podcast so everyone can hear it. It is so absolutely beautiful. I am so grateful for you. Thank you so much. You've been such a huge part of my journey and 
you know, we've had many conversations where you have loved and supported me at when I've needed it. And I am so grateful to you. We are, we are on this journey together and uh, thank you so much. I can't wait to see you and give you a hug. You've got your glasses back on. I should have mine. <laughs> yes. Air, air hug. hug, air hug. <laughs> I love you so much. I do. I, I'm so grateful for you. And uh, aloha always wins. Let's do it one more time. Aloha. Aloha, aloha always. always wins. Yay. Thank you so much. And uh, everybody run out, get your books from Auntie Dawn. You can find them on the Choose Love store, uh, chooselovemovement.org. And uh they are just absolutely beautifully written and wonderful stories. Can't wait for the next one. Thank you so much. Mahalo. Aloha, everyone. Hey, hey, oh. It's all part of us. We can all choose love. It'll lift you up if you let it in. Let 